I was pretty good in my Spanish class, and this is in college. And my boy, Stacy, rest in peace, he needed a paper for his end of year to turn in, for his term paper. And the previous semester, I had scored so well, I didn't need to turn in my paper, so I never turned it in. So I told him, I said, yeah, you can have my paper. It's it's probably going to do well, so you know, you can have it. So when he came to get it, I was in my dorm room with a young lady. We'll call her Jenny. So I'm, he's knocking on the door. I'm like, hey, man, come back. He's like, yo, I need that paper. And so he keeps knocking on the door. So I slide the paper under the door. And I guess somebody knew who was in my room. So he goes, you in there fucking fat Jenny? <laughs> <laughs> this is another episode of Decoding 40. This is Mac, a.k.a. Mr. Raw, making all your fantasies come true. This is L.O., live from BK, but residing in Harlem. What's up, it's your boy Vin, a.k.a. Vinny Pugazi, master of impressions. Yo, what's up, this is Hour, and I'm talking directly into the mic. Welcome to the stage, guys. <laughs> uh, I just do heroin. That sounds gross. No, y'all just trying to play me out. Oh, George. I'm being a <laughs> What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another exciting episode of Decoding 40. My name is Mac, a.k.a. Mr. Rock, and I'm sitting here with my main man. Boy, L.O. A.k.a. the Black Gandalf. Ready to sorcery your shit together. <laughs> that nigga just did that right off the top of his head. I, that was some freestyle right there. He does there. his homework late, too. He does. Uh, <laughs> the black Gandalf. Yo, what's up? Your boy Vin in the building. Hope everybody's safe during that fucking blizzard. This is Alaric. Welcome to the show, guys. I'm excited to be here. I'm, I'm, I feel fresh. I feel renewed. And we have some exciting new uh, topics and uh, what do you call it? Uh, segments. segments for you guys. Seg- yeah, those things. And uh, But before we do all that, what's going on in your lives? I'm going to start today because I'm excited. I spent the last three days rebuilding my computer from scratch because I got tired of my friends clowning me about my first internet. So I literally sat here and wiped my computer clean. So initially... I'm online a lot and I, I work online. I work on a computer all day. And sometimes I end up on dark parts of the internet, the dark web. And, you know, you can download something or somebody can get in your stuff. Not mm-hmm. porn. I see the faces, not porn, but I do. Mm-hmm. I download a lot of classes mm-hmm. and other things. Uh-huh. This yeah. is my story. I didn't see any dark classes. This is my story. <laughs> <laughs> You were taking some sorcery classes. <laughs> it's the dark web. Hold up. Let me ask you a question. When you wipe yeah. the computer clean, yes. could you hear the women screaming? Please don't do Papi, no. But what's actually really funny is my like my computer is probably a little dirty. I need a little wipe down here. It's a little I got it. Permission to treat oh, the yeah. witness as hostile. <laughs> when you say, <laughs> it's food, when you say dirty, it's food. what exactly do you mean, sir? 
It's food. It's just food and dust from not cleaning it up because I've just been. Well, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I want to point your attention to the witness here saying other things. And I would suggest to you that other things is a lot more treacherous than he is letting on. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. So, so I rest my So I I put virus scan. I put a virus scan on my computer. That didn't fix it. I then reached out to (laughs) some of my tech guys. I reached out to three different tech people. One is uh, two friends of mine that don't know each other. Two friends of mine and a family guy. By the way, if you have a friend or family member who's in uh, technology, because I used to be that guy, they hate when you call for help with your computer, just so you know. So I really try not to make those calls because I used to be that guy and I'm very sensitive to making a phone call. And one of those people is my brother. And I reached out to my brother like, y'all need help. And he was the last person I called, but I think he's also one of the most senior people uh, experience-wise. So anyway, I, I put the, I put the uh, virus scan on it. That didn't work. I reinstalled the operating system without deleting all the files. That didn't work. I tried to take off. I tried to delete uh, uh, all the files. That didn't work. So ultimately, what I had to do is I had to take the entire computer, erase the hard drive. I put everything that I have, well, 99% of what I have into the cloud, erase the computer down to scratch, and build it back. So that was the last three days of my life was trying to get that together. But I will say Apple has made it, made it very painless and seamless uh, for me to do. It was pretty, you got to just follow the instructions. I was panicked to do it, but I wiped my computer in and everything's like running like rock stars. And then I only reinstalled the things that I needed. So I just, you know, if anybody's having problems with your computer and, you know, and you have a Mac, I can't, I'm out of the PC world, but you know, it's sometimes it's just good to just wipe your computer clean and start over. It's like my machine is running like I just bought it. So. It's exciting. That's so, that's um, great, man. You know, because today I just turned my PC on, so that was cool. I didn't have to uh, go through. Mm, Shots <laughs> fired. Look at this guy. <laughs> you know what I did? I just came on stage just now. Push the power button. There you go. <laughs> did, it 40, did it take forty five minutes to boot up, or just, Actually, or just absolutely, absolutely not? It just takes it takes a minute. I got a good uh, laptop, mm. you know, and I don't my do computer. much. When you reboot your computer, how long does it take to come back up? About a minute minute and a half it's pretty good it's, 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 well it's a brand new it's a brand new laptop i don't i mean i haven't you know i'm not on a dark web i'm i'm, I'm not doing q and on wait it's a brand new laptop and it takes a minute and a half to start up i mean it may be i don't i don't i don't time this shit i'll do well, it next time, time, it. time let's time it let's time I can't it. give it a right minute well, no, give it a right minute now. next it's time six right now. it's six Go months ahead. when it takes uh 37 minutes to, to start up let me know nah it's mm-hmm. it's older than six months though you know what i'm saying but mm. I mean, obviously, you had a worm in your apple there, sir. So that's what happened with you. <laughs> I, I I don't know uh, what I had, um, but I think I, I honestly think it was a hardware because I got a whole lot of like things plugged into the computer. It's the poppy so virus. No, the the Chinese are still watching you. Yeah, don't worry. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're watching one hundred ten percent. It's the sure. it's, it's the poppy virus. I poppy on your computer. <laughs> the poppy virus. Damn it, man! I was late on that one. That's hilarious. <laughs> but nah, I, I, I know how frustrating that is. Though, honestly, that that's some, that's some frustrating shit when you're trying to your shit ain't working. You like the fuck, and you didn't it's, do anything. It's frustrating to me, a because y'all was clowning me. Both boys, <laughs> number one, y'all got it. My first internet song was kind of getting to me. You know what it is? Because I, I, 
I pride myself in being the computer guy. So when the computer guy's computer isn't working, that's the worst. Mm. That's the worst. So, so he was like, my person, every time my neck would tighten up, I'd be like, I was like, I'm fixing this shit today. So, but yeah, yeah but everything is, everything is good. Otherwise, otherwise than that, uh, my daughter's good. Um, getting fat, getting chubby. Nice. Chubby yes. cheeks. So, um, you know, and, and I, I think I even got a kind of got a sleep routine. I kind of got a sleep routine. So you look, uh, you got a sleep routine or she has a sleep routine. Uh, no, I think, I think we got a system. I think my wife and I have a system and, and we're working a system and, and I, you know, to my wife's credit, she is, um, you know, she's taking a lot of the weight, but also, um, her company gives her six months. Or something like that of leave or something like that, and I didn't realize how many people definitely a European get, country. I mean, uh, company. Were I didn't realize most people only get eight to twelve weeks. I didn't know that. I was eight not, to twelve weeks. No, not even that. Are you bugging? Two I to four. I had no idea. She's she's off till so, like summertime or August or something like that. Yeah, but she gets paid the whole time. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. that is good because that's yeah. not normal. Yeah. That is yeah, absolutely not normal. It's, you it's get to, you get to keep your you get to keep your job, and I think it's the state state law now. You get six months. You you get to keep your job, but I think they only have to pay you for like six weeks or eight weeks. That shit is so disrespectful. Yeah, it and is, then after is. that, you got to go on disability. Yeah, that's crazy. You know? That's crazy. So so, it's, but all of that has made it a little easier around here. So uh, mm. that's that's pretty dope. But I was I was saying earlier, you do look well rested considering you have a newborn in your house. Uh, yeah, I had bloodshot well, eyes like <laughs> for weeks. Well, with, I sleep in the afternoon. I try to sleep now because in the morning I I can only sleep three or four hours, and then I got to jump into meetings. Um, like we had a meeting today, and I literally rolled out of bed and was like, "Oh, I got to get in this meeting." So the, that first meeting is hard, but then um, I get in the rhythm, and then you know I sleep in the afternoon to catch up. So, but it's good though. I mean, good. I feel well rested. I feel good. So that's it. Computers working. So I'm productive because I've been working like shit for the last two weeks, month. So, but that's it, man. Nice. Got his computer back. No more Yay. my first minute jokes. <laughs> that's it. Well, we'll see. Let's let's hope it. What's going on with you, L? Yeah, it was a mixed bag uh, this week. So, first of all, today we have a new addition to the family. My cousins had their first baby girl today. Congratulations! Congratulations. Well, she looks exactly like a dad, so I'm sure her mom is going to be like, damn it, man. I carried this baby for all this time, and she looks exactly like him. So, yeah, sometimes that happens. Other than that, over the weekend, yo, it has been movies, movies, movies. Like, finally sat down and decided to watch um, Lord of the Rings. All three of them? I watched two of them. Okay. You made it through. I made it through. Well, I, obviously with some naps. Cause you know. <laughs> yeah, like four hours into the seven hour movie, you be like, yo, these are some long movies. But you know what I'm saying? I was trying to think to myself, why hadn't I watched them sooner? But the nerds had turned me off from them. Hmm. Like, I was like, I don't want to watch these movies. Unfortunately, in the Lord of the Rings screen adaptation, Gandalf the Grey is actually Gandalf the Blue. <laughs> right. But it all messed up. And that's right. why, you know, and, and the ring is actually made out of platinum, not gold. Because <laughs> in, uh, in the book. Yeah, them niggas. <laughs> yeah. Like, they just turned me on from the whole series. Um, so I, I'll try I to finish. Go ahead. I have not successfully watched one of those movies. <laughs> really? 
and I've tried several times. I've tried several times, and I don't make it out of the first thirty minutes. The second I'm one happened. Really, the second one is a little bit yeah. more exciting. I can't front. Yeah, um, with the trees and shit first, like they come yeah, alive. Yeah. The first one, I was dozing off, and it was just like, and plus, I was drinking while I was watching it, so it was like precious. Yes, yeah. precious. I was just going to fall asleep. It was just. <laughs> Going to happen. You were just walking, watching the TV next to that motherfucker was like, Leah, go to sleep. <laughs> I'm boring. This movie's boring. It's my precious whiskey. I watched the Denzel, uh, Jared Leto, and Rami oh. Malik uh, movie. Oh. What was it? What's the name of it? Uh, Little Things. The Little Things. Little Things. It was bad. I'm so aggravated by that movie. Aggravated mm-hmm. by that movie. Is it bad? Uh, Go ahead, L. Tell me what you thought. I watched. No, no, it. no. I want to ask you how was Denzel's performance in this movie? <laughs> well, you have a Denzel issue. So. <laughs> no, no. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm asking you. Um, how was Denzel's performance? I thought Denzel was good, but in this particular role, even though he was the protagonist of the story, he was more in a supporting role to the other actors. But Denzel was doing his Denzel thing, so I, I didn't. I, I, I love Denzel could sit there and look out a window and it's fine for me. Like, I, you don't have to say anything. I, I thought Denzel was great. And this is my point. I, Most Denzel but, fans are not objective. But, but, but the movie I had more of an issue with. I thought Rami Malek was amazing. I thought Jared Leto was incredible. But his character, the, he, he, have, he, ha, he got to show his range with the character. Um, I don't want to spoil the movie for anybody. I just had a problem. They left too many things unanswered for me, and that was the point of the movie. But um, th- I had a problem with the script. And yeah, I, I was going to say the storyline is trash, awful, <laughs> trash. <laughs> the acting is fifty times better than the script. The script made me just want to throw my TV me. out the window. It's Who directed this? Basura. I don't, I don't. The direction is actually not bad. The direction's great. The shooting yeah. is great. The, the they, look they of have the some crazy beautiful shots. I can't even front. Amazing, but the the storyline, the plot. We could have wrote that. We could have wrote that wow. shit on a napkin while we were drinking at at Stolen Jacket. We could write it right now, and still we would be. So, so how much it. better is Tenet than this movie? A hundred thousand. Tenet is worth to own. Really. really? Okay, now I'm definitely because right. you're gonna have to watch it more than once. I've I've watched it twice, and I'm still like, I think I told you this. Um, I was I went into this Facebook tenant group, and they talk about things that you probably missed. So when my wife and I watched it the second time, I was like, "Yo, peep this." She was like, "Yo," because it's crazy because everything's so subtle, and it, it's beautifully done. It's beautifully done, and the wild thing is, I was watching Denzel thinking. You are acting like your son now, so, and I'm being okay. I'm being facetious when I say that because honestly I think they they they're both good actors, but JD is a really good actor. He's a really good actor. That's Denzel's uh, son, correct? Yeah. Mm. And so here's the thing: I watched right before I watched the little things. I watched um, Safe House. So I'm I'm watching these two play off of each other, and I realize how many actors. Whatever you want to say about Denzel, I really feel like Denzel is a rite of passage for a lot of these actors. Like when you get in a movie with Denzel, it gets you to it gives you the opportunity to up your game and expand your range. And 
that was one of those movies for me. Safe House did that for me. And just him being this wise old sage, the character in his movie, even though he was like a spy, technically a spy that had mm-hmm. gone rogue, I thought he killed it. I thought he did that. I, and and I'm right. just watching him going through the motions. It's an action film or whatever, yeah. but I, I liked it. I liked it. You know, I, I, it, it, it occurred to me, I'm, I might need to qualify my statements even more. I like Denzel in Spike films. I think the energy and the rapport that they have, that brings out good Denzel. Great Denzel, as a matter of fact. So he's like the Dr. Dre to the Snoop. I, I think Dr. so. Dre. For me. For me. Even though I did like the Equalizer, I like the Equalizer too as well. Yeah. But to me, I think Denzel and Spike, they deliver preeminent Denzel Washington. Yeah, I give it to him. Yeah. I mean, Malcolm X, Mo Better Blues, you know, those are two classics. Malcolm X may be one of, I think, his best performances. He should have won the Academy Award for that. It definitely one of his best performances. Easily. 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 I don't know what happened at the Academy that year, but they fucking shit the bed on that. Some white shit. You can't can't go back and watch that that movie. That's like they shit the bed on The Color Purple. The Color Purple should have won all the fucking awards. That's one of the best movies ever. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't woke yet. Ex- except for that last, that except for that last fucking scene where she's reunited with her kids, and I fucking hate Momo, <laughs> Momo oh, I hate that right. part. So that shit doesn't. That shit doesn't get to your heart. No, no, no. absolutely Why not. He- it does the exact opposite. Why does he sound like he's got a mouthful of marbles? Or I hate to use the R word. But he sounded a little slow. Uh, I was gonna say he sounded oh, like he's nuts. He had a deep mouth. voice. He was no, he was he no, was distraught no. to see his mother. You they, heartless bastards! <laughs> they need to redo that scene. What? Why did he have to sound like that? Doesn't matter. The emotion. He was he was upset. No, he sounded good. No, 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 sir. No, sir. And then the daughter. Hey, shut up! Get out of here. They even remix this. No. no. <laughs> this is, yeah. I don't. I don't. Yo, I'm glad you said that. That needed to be. It's the worst rendition of an African that. accent I've heard. I love that. <laughs> Why does he sound like he's in a Tarzan movie? Nigga, come on, man. Ungawa. Oh, Bucho, 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 mama. Y'all motherfuckers, y'all can't talk. You can't talk shit about Color Purple. I'm sorry. That's no, my. Color, that's, that's, one of my that's one of my favorite movies. That's one of my favorite plays that, that I've watched on Broadway. I heard Homie, that, that you you movie. hit the nail on the head. That part oh. drives me in. It like it's like someone scratching. Chalk, uh, a chalkboard. That part always gets me. It, it, because it, because he's he's so emotional to see his mother for the first time. Because you're racist. Because I'm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Just, no, I shouldn't said that. I, I, no <laughs> I always do it. Get coquitos are racist. <laughs> I have one more question. Did everybody watch American Skin? I have not watched it. Is that I have not watched it yet. Yo, you watching. guys got to watch this movie, man. What stream is it on? It's on, it on um, Netflix. It's on no, no, no it's HBO on, Max. HBO Max. It's American Skin's on HBO Max. I, I'm pretty sure. It's also I saw it on Prime for Prime for rent. Yeah. Oh, so it's on Prime for rent. It's on Amazon it's on. Prime for five ninety nine or whatever. I've been drinking, from yeah. Don't. It's all facts that I speak right now are just 
Suggestions. Well, it's the question. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> question about my friend. Question about all right, so, I, I so think everybody. I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to watch it. Yeah, please watch so it this all, week. All of our listeners, that's your homework. Go watch American Skin and Tenant, and we'll be back next week and we'll tell you what we think. So, so let's talk about it on the live, maybe. Yeah. Oh yeah, next week though. Oh well we you know what? Let's give you guys two weeks. We'll talk about them on the fifteenth of February. We got to do a movie night. We already uh, have something planned for the eighth. No, we already have something planned for the eighth. That's why. So I'm just saying. And we need eight pages typed, single, double spaced. Um, Double spaced. Speaking of which, I want to give a shout out to John Paul for providing additional context to the question that I asked on the live. I'm glad glad this came up because I wanted to give him his flowers on the show. I haven't read the email and all the links that you provided, but I was very thoroughly impressed and appreciative of the fact that you came back with additional information and context. So shout out to John Paul. I was very impressed. Yeah. What he put in there. That was so dope. Yeah, man. Yo, this is Vincent, a.k.a. Many Voices. Hey, what's up? This is Alaric, and I'm speaking directly into the mic. This is Mac, a.k.a. Mr. Rourke, making all your dreams come true. This is Hello. Thank you for listening to Decoding 40. Make sure that you follow us. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. On Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Do we tweet? bit we tweet we tweet all right yeah follow us on twitter no snapchat at all and go to www.decoding40.com make sure you sign up so you can keep following us thank you for listening to <laughs> coding 40 god damn it no. so what's going on with you man uh, oh. me me rick who you want to go who's gonna go first who's on first i'm on second whoever wants to go i'll go um we have a blizzard right now right and uh what is it a blizzard it is a fucking blizzard, right? There's a blizzard outside. The hawk is circling and grabbing people by the neck because it's cold as shit out there. Um, I actually went and bought a um, a shovel, an electric shovel, probably the best $70 I just spent. An electric shovel? I don't know what that is. Um, it's not really a, 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 it's a snow blower in a sense, but it's, it's small like a shovel. It's only, uh, about 10 to 12 inches wide, but it's, it's got a, you know, it, it works like a snow blower, but it's, it's very small. I mean, oh, it's a bukkake machine. Bukkake machine. <laughs> what? What? Um, listen, I'm going to tell you this, this hour is going to be very different. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what are you what are you drinking and, uh, i don't know what is in that copper cup listen i need some of that i need some of that it's 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 some it's some shit that he he fucking discovered when he was watching lord of the rings he fucking, it, it is a different i've not had this bottle before and it is working it's fucking oh my god <laughs> <laughs> but right, uh, i'm sorry not a bukkake it is a yes. snow blower you know um <laughs> Great thing. Uh, um, I'm, I haven't. I went out there for like ten minutes, but it was snowing so much. So tomorrow I'm going to get up and really, really get to it. But we're having a bad storm. I'm thankful that I'm off because if I wasn't off, I'd had to have gone in at you know two o'clock in the morning to pull a twelve hour shift, which is not fun. And trying to get to the city in the middle of a snowstorm when every other you know because I live in the Jersey area, they are run by the state and they shut shit down. And there's no buses, there's no trains. I don't know how I'm supposed to get to work. I, you know, they want you to teleport my job. So I'm just thankful to be home. And uh, tomorrow is the cleanup day. And uh, you know, that's basically it, man. I'm just uh, thankful I didn't have I didn't have to deal with the bullshit today. Get the bums off the train. You expect me to go outside in this snowstorm? <laughs> you heartless motherfuckers!
please, sir, get up in your bag of shit and get off the train. <laughs> <laughs> What's up with you, Rick? Yesterday, I had my first colonoscopy. Um, everything uh, went went smoothly. Everything is uh, all well in the old pooper. I've got pictures if you guys want to see it. You know, uh, we good on that. Took some snapshots. Uh, that's gonna Wait, be on the Patreon. You took snapshots. Anybody, anybody no, no. Wants to see those I was. Pictures? <laughs> I was like, what? We're gonna put what? that on no, no, Patreon. No. Rick, 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 Rick hired a photographer. Yeah, if, if, if you if you'd like to see the snapshots of uh, my. I'm I'm yeah, be happy to do so. I'd be happy to do so. You can do the silhouette uh challenge. This shit was so smooth. So I had the IV in my arm. The anesthesiologist came, he said, I'm gonna give you a shot and you know, you're gonna go to sleep. And it wasn't no bullshit. Like I felt a little warm surge going up my arm. It went to my neck. To that sleep. was the last thing I remember. Lights out. And I woke up and the shit was over. Um, so who knows what they were doing? So but, um, wait, don't leave it like that. That's so. Funny. So did they? So, so, <laughs> no, no, no. So, I'm fucking I around. Now he's got a microchip in his ass. Here's the thing, right? We're we're men in our forties. And my wife pushed me to to go do this because you know it's 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 that time like we're we're more susceptible to uh, colon cancer, black men, facts, and we're less likely to go see doctors. Um, and I'm I'm actually glad, and she's going to be happy to hear this that she pushed me to do this because. Left, on, left to my own devices, I probably wouldn't have done it. I would have kept putting it off, putting it off, putting it off. But we can't do that. We have to make sure that our health is good. And we have to be proactive in making sure that uh, all is all is well. And, and especially shit like that. Like we're coming to those our age where we're more in danger of, of, of uh, getting sick with, yeah. with some of these diseases. So I encourage all the men who are listening now who are 45 and older, Set up an appointment now. Like it's literally nothing. You go to sleep. If you want to go take a nap on a pillow on your side, just go get a colonoscopy. It's the best sleep ever. Yeah, like, I felt so rested. Yeah, it is. Now I see why Michael Jackson is doing it. He's give me some propofol, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> if, if all I needed was some anesthesia. And I'd be very well rested. Listen, did they give you the lollipop after? I didn't receive a lollipop. You didn't get a lollipop? Okay. I got did anyone go cuddle you? Were you cuddled? <laughs> no one was cuddling. Oh, hold up. Hold up. When he woke up, <laughs> when he woke up, the doctor was washing, the doctor was washing their hands. That was great, sir. You know, <laughs> I was able to get two fingers in your ass. <laughs> See, Vince's doctor doesn't wash his hands, yeah, so exactly. <laughs> that's why I'm so surprised to hear my with... doctor washed his hand, washed her hands. And I have a, a black woman GI doctor. Would that's you recommend good. her? Oh. I would. I mean, I guess she was I'm, gentle. No, I'm not saying on the show. I'm just saying, would you recommend oh. her in general? Yeah, in general, I would. I would definitely. I definitely would. I like the idea of giving that business to us when, Pause. when, it, whenever possible. Pause. You know what I mean? Yeah. He <laughs> <laughs> got real close. You were just waiting. You were just waiting for that. I, I knew you was, was waiting for me to finish right that sentence. Yo, 
He had that clip. He had that clip loaded. Here comes the pitch. He had it cocked and ready to go. Here comes the pitch. And Jackie Robinson swings. It's a shot, Mears. I was sitting there like, how's the trunk space? Oh, my God. Nice. 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 The doctor, nice the doctor whispered uh, in his ears like, it's going to hurt a little bit, baby, but you just <laughs> uh, I got it's you. not going to hurt a bit. Nah, I, um, I've had I've had it bef- had one before, um, probably when in my late 30s or early 40s, like 40 around that time, I had one um, because I was having... Um, gastrointestinal issues like just my stomach was bothering me all the time and and i just wanted to make sure that it wasn't anything serious and i had the colonoscopy and i actually had one um uh, the the one the camera they put into your stomach through your throat i had that done as well so it's you they put you to sleep of course for both both situations and it's it's a little nerve-wracking but then when you get the report like my doctor he had a video and everything he was like yeah you know everything was fine we didn't find anything and you're put at ease because shit, you know, like Rick said, you could fucking be fine one day and the next day find out, you know, you got two days to live. And that's that's a horrible feeling. And speaking of that, man, we just heard the, the news today that uh, one of the stars of Saved by the Bell, Screech, yeah. uh, Diamond, died at 44 go. years old and he got diagnosed with lung cancer three weeks ago. Damn. Shout this is why him. we got to stay on top of this shit. He had lung shit. cancer. Yeah. Was it Shout all the dirty Sanchez's? Oh. Mm. <laughs> Shout out to him and his family because he had, yo, he had a rough life, yo. He had a rough life. After the show, he, yeah, he did. He had a, he, he, he had couldn't a rough... get the acting thing together and, and he was trying to get, because he was, he, you I'm know, sorry, sleep. you're screech. We're not going to, I mean, he was clearly, he was the joke of the show. He was the joke of the show. So right. you know, he, he, yeah. So he couldn't get he couldn't get a lot of work, and then and and you know, so he couldn't work after that. And then he had you know, uh, I think he had some some substance yeah. abuse problems, and you, you know, he he he, he uh, didn't he help old girl or tried to help old girl uh, the black chick on the show? Turtle, yeah, that's turtle? the other thing. No, Warhees, uh, she was she, bad as hell, and she turned she into a goblin. But no, she's, she's got some mental health issues. Yeah, yeah, she does. She's yeah. a cutie patootie too. She's a cutie patootie yeah. on the show. On the she's show, horrible. yes, yeah. I, I clarify. Real life. On the yeah. <laughs> but yeah, she shout was, out to Screech, man. Rest in peace. Yeah, man. A lot of laughs. Yeah. So let's get let's, yeah, let's, let's not let's get crazy. <laughs> he wasn't Billy Crystal. Was horrible. Right. Yeah, exactly. He wasn't Billy Crystal. <laughs> no one's a fucking no Eddie Murphy. No one's a goddamn Eddie Murphy. Like, let's, let's not get crazy. A lot of laughs. But, but, this, of is, laughs. This, is, but this is this is a indicator that we should all be getting checked and screened for yeah, a variety of whatever. Because if we catch it early, we have a better chance of beating it. So yeah. stay on top of your health, y'all. Yeah, man. Yeah, and man. listen, don't go out there shoveling some of this snow because it's a lot of snow out there a lot of cats you know homie yeah i had a, I had a friend died like that yeah i had i had shoveling snow yes i one of you know uh one of my close friends i'm not going to say the, the person's name but her father same way went out shoveled snow and and, and had a heart attack yeah so it's not a game you know you you think you got to really honor your body and and uh, and know how to understand it and take those those breaks drink your water when you're doing that shit because it's not a joke when you're young you a thundercat you can fucking right. do that shit 
and still go, you know, play, you know, some two hand touch. But now, no, no, no. But I feel like if that's the only physical thing you that you're doing is shoveling snow every six months. Yeah, you probably shouldn't do it. You probably shouldn't shovel 18 inches of snow. Yeah, but, you know, and how, but I think there's a lot of people out there who are not in horrible shape, but their insides are fucked exactly, up. Exactly, exactly. You know what I'm saying? They have cholesterol issues. They have all those issues. Mm. And then, you know, you don't, you take for granted. I'm, I'm you know, and I, I know a person who, you know, a friend of mine, I, the job, her husband happened. The guy lifted weights, was in shape. From the from outside, you he looked like he was in the best shape of his life, and he had a heart attack. So it doesn't really, you know. And he went to the gym and ate well, like he thought he was eating well, but he had heart issues. So you never know. So don't go out there, you know. Get a fucking electric shovel, man. Fuck that. If you're <laughs> listen, if you're in your fucking forties and you got a house, you get you get yourself an electric shovel or a fucking yeah. blower. I'm sorry, I do have an electric shovel, but yeah. since I had the procedure, I can't shovel for the next two days. Google well, have, Buka- have Bukaki come over. Jesus what? <laughs> Who is Bukaki? No, uh, Vin is Bukaki. Bukaki. I'm not Bukaki. Do you know what Bukaki is? <laughs> He's got the Bukaki. Do I know what it is? No, I'm he talking about disrespect. No, Mac doesn't know what Bukaki is. He doesn't, watch, he doesn't watch porn. Mac doesn't oh, know that's right. That's right. I don't. <laughs> I don't. And you're calling, and you're calling look, at his, look at his face. No, I don't. <laughs> And he and he called and he called me Bukaki. You know, it's Bukaki's not a person. Right. <laughs> it's an act. It's he, a no, he's trying to throw you off, my friend. Yeah. Sorry. He's trying to throw you off. Sorry. He knows exactly what it is. He's of course. Yeah, he, he perfect pronunciation. If he doesn't, right. we exactly. didn't have to correct him. <laughs> right. Just because, just because <laughs> I'm educated, just because I'm educated doesn't mean that I'm not ignorant. Because you, you definitely, you <laughs> just because just because I'm educated does not mean that I'm aware of all of this freaky shit that yeah. y'all right. do. Oh, you, oh, get the, okay. you get the Perry Mason Award. You definitely yeah. unlocked that mystery right all there. Right, so. <laughs> well, you, I don't... you found that hidden clue. <laughs> What's Bukaki? I don't know. Bukaki. Ladies and gentlemen, he said Bukaki especially well right now. Yeah. Is anybody else know how to say Bukaki? <laughs> me, me in the back. Yes. <laughs> oh man. All right. So we are we are moving into 2020 rapidly. I can't believe we're already moving into Black History Month. We um, are in 2021 though. Yeah. 2021. I'm drinking. I'm on I'm on my Leon right now. So okay. oh. Oh, wait, what? To get on my LL 1974. What? <laughs> <laughs> Why is it even working? It's 1974. What's this new they have here? What's this called? Cell phone. <laughs> oh my goodness! You mean you could just talk on the phone with the air? Wi-Fi. What's you know? You know what's funny about that? I watched the show and they were talking about the rise of the flying car. It was like, "Where's my flying car? Where's my flying car?" And it's actually starting to happen. And in the next fifteen, ten to fifteen years, we're going to start seeing flying cars and like our Uber apps and all that. Really interesting. I thought that was. I don't want flying cars, honestly. I do though. Why? Why People can barely handle cars on the road. Right. Yes. But you're not going to be flying. But but how how high are they going to be flying? Well, my daughter has to yell from the back seat, go! (laughs) What are you waiting for? Are they going to be hovering or actually flying? 
no, they're going to be flying. Most of the flying cars, though, you're not going to fly. Most of the flying cars are going to be GPS or computer or AI controlled. So you will be riding. So there's going to be two highways, basically. There's going to be one that people drive and then one that people are flying. Well, it's what they said is it's going to be very much like what what Elon Musk did. Elon Musk came out and he said, I'm going to build this very expensive electric car so I can build a less expensive electric car to fund the less expensive car so then I can make an electric car for everybody. He says, and that's going to be the pathway. So what they were saying is, is that's going to be the same for flying cars. We're going to make one for rich people and then we'll make one kind of. Do you go for us? middle market and then they'll make one so that everybody can fly and it will be it, it'll be more expensive than jumping in the car but if you need to get to the airport or whatever or go wherever you need to go um it'll still ultimately at some point be cheaper than um you know buying an airline ticket or whatever it'll be affordable basically it'll, oh, be, so it's, it'll be like 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 getting an uber xl xxl kind of like that i can already see the fucking news reports when one of them shits crash into someone's fucking house and through the that. top floor of the house, not even right. fucking through the into the fence. Right. That's what I'm trying mm-hmm. to understand. So what do you, I, and I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to put you on the spot. I don't know if you know, yeah. but is, is the, the, the vision for it to, are we revamping the roads as we know them now? Or, I mean, what happens to streets? Is it like, so you just, it, you still continue to park and then you you're, you're, when you get in the car, it just levitates up. It's not meant to be. It's not yet on the individual level where it's like you pull out of your garage and you fly. You would still have to go to somewhere. You'd have to uh, drive okay. to somewhere and then you. fly. Also, the reason that they haven't rolled it out isn't because the technology isn't there. The reason they haven't rolled it out is because of safety. And they showed the top three companies or whatever that have safety. And the guy, and this one guy, he was kind of cocky, but he was like, yo, he was like, go look at, go look at the data sheets. He goes, our, our flying car will, he says, we have eight or 10 engines on our plane. He goes, if four of them go down, the plane still flies. And I, and I think he said, if, five of them goes down we can still land safely anywhere he goes and each engine is independent of the other one and he goes our our sole focus is safety so what they're really trying to figure it, it was a weird looking thing but they're really working on trying to figure out how to transport people safely more than they are about the monetization of it but the idea is you can fly from midtown manhattan a regular person can fly from midtown manhattan to jfk and still make their flight this is fascinating to me. I like the idea you, of us. Because you're high right now. <laughs> well, yeah. I like the idea of us advancing technology. I'm still not sure, though, we know how to. <laughs> Let me preface this by saying I've been in the conspiracy theory rooms way too much, but I'm not sure we know how to harness this type of technology in a way that fits into our current energy structure an ecosystem like how are we powering these vehicles mm-hmm. um all electric where are they going to be stored like th- these are the questions that are coming to my mind um and then and and is it going to be like a pool or do i get my own car uh well d- depends on what level you buy like is you could yeah you you some real blurred shit right now yeah yeah yeah, yeah like 
um, this, this sounds like, like this sounds like the wait, but this sounds like the advanced version of a Greyhound bus, and I detest Greyhound buses. <laughs> it's a boat bus. You're gonna get Wi-Fi. <laughs> don't worry about it. Yeah, it's gonna, <laughs> like, I don't want to sit next to somebody that I don't know for an time. hour flying in a car to uh, Newark. Well, it, it maybe it won't be an hour, it'd probably be 30 minutes because it'd be faster. Here's the example that they gave. In China, when you fly into Hong Kong, you fly into the Hong Kong airport, you land. Um, for you to then uh, get from the Hong Kong airport to the transit station or something is an hour. And then for you to get from the transit station to downtown Hong Kong is another hour. But in the flying car, this whole journey could take 15 minutes. I don't know why that is, but that was kind of the example that they gave. Mm. Um, well, because they're going to build, they'll be using wormholes as well. Wormholes, and see, that's that's what they're not telling you. Is well, <laughs> first of all, you have to be clear. On Earth, we don't use wormholes; we use portals. Exactly, um, but see, the, 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 the wormhole will actually take you to another planet because it's actually shorter when you travel through space and time. I, I thought you would know that. That's the nerds have checked in. The that's blurs hilarious. have checked in. That's what's up. So anyway, I just I thought it I thought, yeah, shout out to blurs. Um I, you know, I still consider myself a blurred man. Do you guys do anybody identify with blurred the blurred nation? It I do. I do. Yeah. I'm I mean I'm like blurred adjacent. Like I like I'll show up to a meeting. But I'm sitting in the back eating the coffee. I mean, drinking the coffee and eating the donuts. Like, I'm not like sitting in, in the, the meeting. Chair. I feel like you're in the meeting judgmentally watching, looking over their shoulder like, I don't know about yeah, that. Yeah, I, like, I, 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 like like, I feel like you blurred, you blurred Big Brother. <laughs> I'm like, I, I blurred out by myself. Well, who brought that angry Big Brother? Like, right, angry right, right, right. Like, sir, I, I, I would picture myself. I would go to the meetings, but I would sit in the back. I'd eat the donuts and I'd drink the coffee. Oh, uh, Leon's here. And uh, if they try to talk to me, I'd be like, mm, no, I, I didn't come here for all that. <laughs> I didn't come to know you. No, I didn't, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, sorry. Nope. Mm -mm. No, 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 no. Go talk to him. I'm, 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 mm -mm. Hey, you. Yeah, you, Dakota 40 fan. You got a problem with us? Give us a call. 608 618 4040. Tell us how you really feel. You might end up on the show. We double, triple, fucking dare you. Fuck out of here. We'd like to welcome to the show, unfiltered, uninhibited, and always authentic, Mr. Brandon Collins is both a versatile stand up veteran of MTV, VH1, and college humor, the raucous co host of celebrated film podcast, Medium Popcorn. Hailing from Ann Arbor, Michigan, Collins was shaped by the liberal college Mecca's embrace of creative expression. A 2004 move to New York resulted in a blooming career in producing comedy showcases, hosting podcasts, interviewing celebrities for the African American Critics Association. We'd like to welcome to the show, Mr. Brandon Collins. How are you, sir? Thank you so much for having me. Really excited. And all of that, and he didn't mention drunk. Black History One. Yes. Which, is, good which job. is how I actually came. Good job, bro. Um, I'm I'm talented at reading the uh, what's put in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> and, a, and, and and the co-host of Black History Podcast. Right. 
And and Gordon, we should say, was invited, but didn't make it tonight. So yeah, Gordon uh, had a medical emergency, so I'm stepping in to to rep the crew. Exactly. So we, we hope, hope he's all right. Yeah. Yeah. We hope he he's. he's I mean, well. he lives in Newark, so he's never going to be all right. But you know, we could pray. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he went to a Newark hospital. No, I mean, I think he is in a Newark hospital. But if you oh. hear it, everything he says, like, oh, so you just you know running the podcast on your own at this say point. Say goodbye to yesterday. Rest in power, Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> well, if he got shot, he'll be all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, Newark, Newark does them gunshots. Great drama. They heavy on GSWs. Yeah, <laughs> Gordon, uh, on a recent episode, like we were before we even recorded, he was like, you know, Newark is Wakanda, right? And I'm like, motherfucker, it's barely Gotham I City. Saw what that. Are you talking Although he did redeem himself because he said Charles Oakley was Thanos. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I like that. <laughs> All right. But wait, let's talk. Newark could be great. It could. Oh, it will it be. Could. Actually, it will be. It, no, yeah, it's just Newark a will time. be great. It's, yeah, it's just it's the time. turnover. The turnover is going to be slower than everybody yeah. thinks it was. Mm-hmm. I, I, I taught for uh, Girls Who Code at the Prudential Center in Newark. Oh. And when I saw the security level between the Prudential Center and the subway, I was like, okay, this is this, this ain't ready yet. This is I, not I at, funny you said that. I worked at Rutgers University in Newark, New Jersey for about a, a year know? and a half. And I used to get emails every day from campus security saying, hey, there's been two robberies on campus. <laughs> lockdown, <laughs> <and> folks. Mind your P's and Q's. I look over yeah. your show. Every day. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I talked for Rutgers, and then one day I went I went to Audible. I had to go to Audible one day, because Audible's over there, too. I went to Audible. They was like, uh, sir, we're just going to need you to stand here for a minute. I said, what happened? It was like, nah, everything's cool. We're, just, we're in Newark. He was like, I just need you to stand here for a minute. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he was like, okay, you could go now. I was like, what was going on? And I just needed to yeah. not move from the from the lobby. <laughs> yeah, and wait, didn't you almost get shot in, in Newark? Um, yeah. I was doing a, I was doing a, a set. Show. A comedy show at the chicken spot, yeah, but it wasn't Newark. (laughs) You ain't funny. Bang, 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 bang. Wait, wait, wait. Was it East Orange? Ambassador Chicken? Uh, no, it's at. It wasn't Ambassador Chicken. It was. um, Brandon had a call out for potential. No, but he might be. It's it's not. It's uh, what's the name of it? It's what? It's right Bloomfield. Bloomfield's supposed to be, I guess, the suburb. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it was the chicken spot where it got shot up. I, I, I was. I had just gotten off. And the closer was up there. She was like five minutes into her set. And yeah, shots rang out. It was crazy. <laughs> Never went back to that spot again. Mm. <laughs> anyway, maybe Randy, well, well, welcome to the show, man. Please tell us about yourself. Tell us what you do. Tell everybody, you know. Yeah, I really appreciate y'all having me on. Um, I, I host and produce a show called Drunk Black History, which was like kind of a seasonal event. And uh, because of audience demand, we actually create a podcast, which isn't the same as the videos we were able to make. But because of COVID, we just had to adapt. Um, We started the show uh, exactly two years ago. um, And we've been doing shows like we would do like February show in in a borough in in New York. Then the Juneteenth show, we go to another borough. So we were really trying to go all through uh, New York. My, My goal was to eventually get to the Apollo Theater. But, mm-hmm. you know, COVID again. So we've been uh, doing a lot of online events. We have another one coming up this month on Friday, February 26th at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Got a dope lineup. And we're going to be uh, talking about some more black historical figures that haven't gotten their shine. Because that's one of the reasons why we did this is because we were, Gore and I were just talking about education and growing up in our respective areas. He grew up in Newark. I grew up in Ann Arbor. 
I mean, both had completely different types of education on Black history. But even even then, we both were like, it's severely lacking. So what can we do to like bring our talents and our creativity to kind of like, you know, bring these people to the forefront? So, so we thought cool. having you on in the, on the first day of February, which is Black History Month, was was appropriate, mm-hmm. yes. right? Yes. So um, we're looking to you to help school our audience on a piece of Black history that they may not know. Can I can I just jump in real quick? There's two yep. things that I love about this show. One, I came across your show actually almost a year ago from now because we were all going to go to the show uh downtown for my birthday which is february 28th uh last year but we couldn't get tickets you know uh, obviously now it's kind of crazy yeah 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 yeah, yeah. so going forward i expect us to be on the list so (laughs) well half half of us got tickets and the other half couldn't that's right that's right we couldn't just so you know that wasn't a request that was a threat no. Right, 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 right. <laughs> the, the other part, though, is I like how you make your guests do the homework mm-hmm. for the podcast, yeah, which is brilliant and is right up my alley in terms of delegation and being as lazy as fuck when it comes to publishing and producing. <laughs> so, so God bless you all for coming up with that concept. But yeah, um, to Alaric's question, what what is something that um, I think should start us off in terms of black history. Yeah. Let's I share mean, some drunk black history. Yeah. I think the dopest thing we ever did, like to start really off drunk. the show was to release a video on Lonnie Johnson. Um, because a lot of black people, a lot of people don't know that a black man created super soaker, which just as a kid, he had crazy, um, old piece of history. Uh, we talked about, uh, Surya Bonnelly, the, the figure skater, um, who like just killed it, did that like crazy flip that was like mm. on the scene before. Uh, it's just, yeah, there, there's, there's so many people, man. I mean, we covered. Did, did uh, Lonnie Johnson get rich from Super Soaker? Cause I know everybody had to have one back in the day. Like he had you, to sue. Somebody, didn't he have to sue. Yeah, didn't he get jerked yeah, at yeah. first? Yeah. I mean, he's all still, he's still getting paid now. He's still getting paid. Like I saw a whole documentary about it. Yeah, that's the unfortunate thing about a lot of the people we cover is like you you find out history wasn't very kind to them in regards to like getting their, you know, their just desserts at especially at that time. Right. Like Mm. it was always like after someone's like had to prove so many different things that they finally got some recognition or it wasn't until after they passed where people were like, oh, yeah, they did have a huge impact on the world. Mm. Was was he an employee of the toy company? Or was did he submit like his invention to the toy company? And that looks like a very good idea, there, Lonnie. Yeah, he, he submitted the, the invention and everything like that. Uh, yeah, I feel like he got Uncle Nearest. Yeah, that's a good idea, there, Johnny. What do you call that? <laughs> What's well, a super soaker, sir? Uh, super soaker, super soaker, huh? Give me that idea, nigga. <laughs> Here's five dollars. Here's five dollars. Now get out of my factory, nigga. Thank you for your super soaker idea. Get out of my factory. All right. <laughs> Three billion dollars later. But yeah, I mean, um, in regards to like the the show itself, what I love most about it is that we book people that are really passionate about the topics or the people they're talking mm-hmm. about. Yeah. It comes through on the show. And I think that that's why audiences really respond well to it because you're talking about someone that you like have done a lot of research about, someone that you're excited to talk about, that you want people to know um, their history and their impact on the world. And so that's why uh, it's it's just a great outlet for the people that we 
we book and everyone's always has a good time. Some people get a little bit too drunk during the show. Um, sometimes that's Gordon and I during the show, which is <laughs> kind of crazy. Uh, because we're drinking, we, we, we're trying to drink with the guests to encourage them to have fun, right. relax a little bit. Cause it's different. Like sometimes when we book comedians, they're used to just doing stand up, right? So to do this kind of sit down, like kind of almost conversation is a little intimidating and out their comfort zone. So we want to make sure they, they have some drinks, but sometimes, you know, people drink throughout the show and then it just, by the, the time we get that last guest on stage, it's always a wild ride. Like, uh, <laughs> who, uh, who does like a lot of DJing. Um, he did music for, uh, HBO's problem areas. He closed out our Juneteenth show last, uh, no, in 2018. I'm sorry. Before, um, everything happened. And, uh, he was hammered by the time he talked about stagecoach Mary. Like mm. just started going off about how she was just killing everybody and she didn't give a fuck. And wow. it, it was really it was really wild. Wow. And then on top of that alone from the Daily Show, she got really drunk. She opened the show but kept drinking after. And then she came on the show, uh, she came on stage when we were trying to wrap it up because uh, a white dude bought her a drink and it became a whole thing. So the show gets kind of crazy <laughs> and predictable. Hey, thanks for listening. If you're enjoying this episode, and I'm sure you are, be sure to catch the guys for Decoding 40 After Dark every Monday night at 11 p.m. if you're on the East Coast and 8 p.m. if you're on the West Coast. Streaming live on Facebook and YouTube, it's the same shit, just live. Decoding 40 After Dark. I like the uh, episode you did uh, about Asada Shakur. Yes. And uh, the the young lady that was there and the fucking at the end, the caveat being that her father was the doctor who delivered Asada Shakur's baby in prison. Mm. So that was bananas. But uh, it was a funny show. And and it's it's I like how you guys kind of like ad lib as well, because now you're kind of like (laughs) you're playing, you're you're, you're creating your own history. Oh, you know, what I mean, it's like behind the the behind the behind the scenes stories and shit, Mm. you know. That was yeah, Joyelle Johnson, I think. Joy, shout out to Joyelle. Yeah, it was a fantastic episode. She actually was booked for our last live show, but she had an issue where, like, she left her wallet in her Uber, and she had to track that oh, down. Yeah. Wasn't able to perform. So oh, yeah. She actually, we rolled the dice, and we actually ended up pulling someone from the audience to come up and talk about, um, you know, like, either a, a Black historical event or a person and it worked out, thankfully, because uh, that could have been really dangerous. Um, just pulling someone from the crowd, but uh, yeah, this is February twenty twenty. No, this is um, February. Oh yeah, it was. It was. I'm I'm all screwed up with the years, man, because of COVID. Damn, this is the show we were supposed to be at. That bro, I, I hate to like keep harping on that show because I know y'all said you missed you missed it. We had my co-host from the Media Popcorn Podcast, Justin Brown bringing uh, his Steve Harvey suit and he has like a whole costume and everything. And we did a family <laughs> feud as like an intermission. And it was the most fun I've ever had in my life. Oh, damn it, man. It was, it was so much fun. And like a good like icebreaker, like allowing people to get some yeah. drink, like reset. And it was just, people were like, what is going on? This is just the wow. match. It was yeah. <laughs> Wait, do I understand? Did you go to Wolf Force? No, no. Oh, I thought you went to Wilberforce. My bad. No, John's uh, in Queens. That's my alma mater. Sorry. What you go to St. John's? <laughs> 2004. Yeah, he's, he's still got a fucked up uh, internet. Don't worry about 11. it. Uh, I got my, my bachelor's and my master's degree at St. John's. When did you go, Mac? 1975. I was a young boy. You know. No, I, I I went to St. John's. It was uh, it was the first colored person to go there. <laughs> I went to college with uh, Jay Cole. We didn't know that he was like a rapper. 
at the time. Really? Run this uh, student group called Haraya. And I was a freshman. I was from Michigan. I was like a, a, you know, a fish in a big pond. That sounds like some shit that J. Cole would make up. But, yo, it was crazy because I used to tease him a lot because I'm like, yo, you look like a bootleg Chris Brown. He just been, ha ha. And I'm like, man, he won that battle. He's like, fuck you. He fueled him. He was like, yo, hold this. (laughs) (laughs) You fueled his success. Wow. And I want to give a shout out to that nigga that used to call me the bootleg Chris Brown. How you like me now? We're on big shit's been eventually. So, so you came to New York to to go to St. John's. I grew up in Ann Arbor, which was just like it was very lacking in like diversity. It was just black or white. It was, it was hard for me because I talked about being a blurred and like growing up, like we didn't have that terminology. So like I was just the, the quirky black kid that black people were like. I don't know what the hell is going on with him, but white people are like, you're black, so you can't hang out with us. And so I was just kind of in like this weird in-between the whole time in Ann Arbor. And I'm like, you know what? I got to go to a fucking city. I got to go to New York, Cali, Chicago, yeah. anywhere but staying in Ann Arbor and going to University of Michigan, which is where everyone was doing. And so uh, I applied to a bunch of schools. St. John's pretty much offered me a full scholarship, which was dope. And so I ended up uh, going to Jamaica, Queens, which is the most diverse city in the world. So I was down with it. And uh I, and you didn't even play basketball. Yep. <laughs> oh, very sonny. He's a smart motherfucker. You smart as <laughs> sonny. You get scholarships. So earlier you mentioned uh, coming to America. Did that play into your uh, decision to go to St. John's? <laughs> uh, that he actually did. I, I, because I, you know, I didn't put the two and two together, but, um, I mean, that movie has had such an impact on my life. We actually recently from Media and Popcorn just reviewed the original Coming to America with Jermaine Fowler who's playing Eddie's son in the sequel. Right. And so right. we talked about the impact that that movie had and um, just my comedy sensibility. I mean, there's so many things from that movie that uh, probably just seeped into my head and it, it brought me to Queens because mm-hmm. I was probably trying to go to McDowell's for real. That, 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 <laughs> movie, that movie was the inspiration behind learning how to do a Jewish accent for me when mm-hmm. he played the character. Honestly, I, that's that whole, that, that whole, that whole, Velvet. That was that was inspired by Eddie, and that that character became you know a character in my head, and he and he was so spot on with that fucking mm. old Jewish man. It's mm. and then and it's funny is that the first couple times I saw that movie, I didn't even realize it was Eddie. I didn't realize it was Eddie until I and then then they were like, you know, that was Eddie, and I was like, holy shit! And then when you see you look at his eyes, you can see it's Eddie. But that that movie is fucking. It's one of the best holds yeah. up, man and like the fact that him and arsenio they look like they were having so much fun even like when you watch yeah. it I mean, like this was like so much fucking fun when they're <laughs> like, all fun. their they just hired all their friends yeah yeah, yeah. yeah exactly i'm you actually know, I, at first i was kind of not interested in seeing the sequel but i saw a couple of um stand-ups of jermaine fowler and I'm really interested to see how he takes on this role. Well, yeah, I, I, I kind of believe like if Eddie's involved, is he's not going to put out some bullshit. Like, not after so long. Wait, yeah. and pause. to that point, um, pause. <laughs> pause. <laughs> Do you? Eddie Murphy has put out some real fucking shitty ass <laughs> movies. No, no, no. Eddie worked with have put out some bullshit. Let's not. Right. Let's We're talking about like his. Eddie's not go. Let's not add he's still a goat. Like, no, no, no. Eddie is the goat. But let's not act like he has not put out. Beverly Hills Cop 3 was the most horrible movie ever. Be- Why did but he again, he didn't put that out. To, to was that his production? Him. Right. Oh, 
Brandon, I need you to keep it 1,000 with me. Eddie Murphy has put out some shitty movies, yes? Okay, he has. But no less than some of the other big stars out there. And if he has enough wins to to over, you know. Oh, for sure, for sure. Right? Girl, Beverly Hills, Keanu Reeves. Does everybody like Keanu Reeves? Keanu Reeves has terrible movies. He's had awful fucking movies, and I think he's brilliant. I just watched this shit called Replicas. I watched it twice because I was like, this can't be this bad. And it's fucking awful. <laughs> <laughs> you know the thing is, and I love Keanu Reeves. <laughs> Keanu and Eddie, they, they they recently hit this thing where they're like they don't give a fuck anymore. It's clear, like in their choices, and so yeah. that's why they're like they're doing more creative things. I think Eddie last year when he did Dolomite with Craig Brewer mm-hmm. doing the sequel to Coming to America, I thought it was amazing, right? And I'm like, oh, no, Dolomite was amazing. Dolomite. If they bring this Eddie to Coming to America, it's going to be an amazing sequel because. One, it's been like 30 something years, so they know they can't bring some dog shit, but I'm I'm just beyond excited for it. Facts. I'm I want to see what uh Wesley Snipes does because oh. they give they let they let Wesley go. Yeah. And I want to see I want to see Wesley unleashed. He got robbed. He got robbed last year for Oscars. For he should have been nominated for supporting actor. It's all yeah, right. and, uh, Dolomite, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was yeah, just yeah, I I was tearing up laughing at some of his scenes because I'm yeah. like I, I, I love you, yeah. I love seeing him back on the screen. Yeah, he he's sure. amazing. He he doesn't get the credit. He he doesn't get the credit for the work that he actually did. Like 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 we laugh and joke, but like Passenger Fifty Seven is like a cinematic staple. Always Played, bet on always bet on black. Uh, like there's Listen. so many movies that Wesley made that are like he is single handedly responsible for putting dark and dudes on the map. Yo. Thank thank you. Are you kidding me? Yo, Vin, he are you killed, kidding me? He killed your kind. He killed your kind. Yo, he deaded light-skinned niggas forever. <laughs> I'll be sure has he a picture has, of Wesley Snipes on a dartboard. Listen, <laughs> he, oh, we had to put up our... Listen, we had to put all our cardigans up and turtlenecks, nigga. It yeah. was over. No more <laughs> light-skinned. Sweaters, all of New, New Jack City, he killed your king. Yo, son. Own, off on your own. He can, <laughs> sit your five hours while make changing you, motherfucker. He killed G Money, another light skin. He kills all my brother's people. Now let me go. First of all, he stabs he stabs Christopher Williams in the hand with a fucking sword knife. Right? Don't wake me, I'm bleeding. <laughs> so he's bleeding. Then he fucking at the end of the movie he fucking puts it all on him, and he's sitting in the courtroom with his hand wrapped up from the time he stabbed him. So right. you. So his light skin ass gets stabbed, and you still loyal enough to come to the courtroom, nigga, so he right. can blame it on you. Right. <laughs> All right. So I have Green from the bank, Miss Green from the bank. All right. So I have some questions. I have some questions. What are the actual things from 2020 that we want to get rid of? What are the sayings from 2020 that we want to get rid of? So uh, sayings, of, of topics, of- ideas, thoughts, whatever. Exactly. Just leave so, them last year. What are what are some of the things we we have a list already and we'll go through them? But I I, I want to put it on Brandon. Brandon, what is something that you want to get rid of? Or sayings, topics, whatever concepts from twenty twenty that you want to get rid of? Honestly, I come to Twitter. <laughs> wow, that's oh, heavy. Get rid of the whole. I feel like um, even I follow specific people like that. I want like either learn from or like know what's going on. And then, you know, when someone likes a status, it gets on your feed. When someone retweets something that's some bullshit, it gets on your feed. And I'm like, 
not everybody needs to have a voice, y'all. Like, <laughs> I actually think Facebook's probably worse because people go on long rants on Facebook because they don't have a you know text limit. But yeah, Twitter's been really bad lately. The only thing I fuck with is Black Twitter because that like you know that keeps me honest. But everything else is just, especially with comedians on Twitter. There's there's always some problematic jokes where you're like, you don't actually think that's funny, right? You're just trying to you know get a reaction out of somebody. Like, because you have that kind of privilege to be able to do that. Should Black Twitter be a separate app? I I feel like we need our own Twitter. I would say yes, but white people are still going to get to that. Think about what happened with Clubhouse. Clubhouse. I remember what, it was what, all black people, and then I'm nowhere. I saw a flood of white people being invited. I'm like, what's going on here? Well, Clubhouse these was tech companies created by white, a white dude. Yeah, but all these companies use black people to build up their user base. Mm-hmm. Right. And then they'd be like, okay, white folks, thanks. Uh, black people, go sit over here in the corner. And I feel exactly. like they do that a lot. I think exactly. feel like they did that. Yeah. I, I mean, going all the way, going all the all the way back to MySpace, I feel like that was the case. Oh, that nigga Tom. Yeah. Fox yeah. did Exactly. So so same thing with Fox and UPN and WB. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Why not? Absolutely. So Absolutely. that begs the question: Fox, Are black people, Fox. are black people gullible? No. We'll talk but about this on the next episode. I think black people get gaslighted a lot, and so that they they're not necessarily gullible. It's just that you don't understand. You just, sometimes you don't know who's sincere and who's just like really trying to just like make you feel like you're the problem. Or I'm like, just saying we just we just talked about at least three platforms in which we've been used to create some excitement and buzz around that platform. And only to be dismissed by those platforms for more wider pastures. But this, but this I don't think it's our fault because if you look at Fox, we had a living color, we had a uh, living single, we had Martin, yeah. uh, Twenty One Jump Street. What was uh, New York Undercover? New York Undercover, yeah. That was everything. Of course, every black person was watching that shit. And as soon as they got their numbers up, they were like, "All right, we're putting on nine hundred two one zero." All right, with your and no shade, and no shade. And no shade, stars is doing it right now. Power. That's what uh, I'm saying. Uh, That's exactly like, like, what it's I'm not. Uh, what do you call it? Jesus and Mero. Like they're doing it right now. It, it's not like that formula didn't go anywhere. Right. It's so just, I'm saying, like, we already know what the outcome. We've seen this movie over and over again. So why do we keep falling for the same banana and tailpipe trick? Because I think we need a platform, regardless of who's delivering yeah. it. And, and okay, so why don't we create? Starving to see ourselves on tele- We're starving to see our stories being told, right? So as soon as we see something that even resembles our stories, even though like power is nothing like what <laughs> our stories are, but you mean power it sort too. of resembles what a story could have been or whatever. We we clamor to it. We we want to see it. I- even if it's a soap I, opera and it's really bad writing and terrible. Just, <laughs> oh, no. Okay. All right. Here we go. Here we go. All right. So just in respect of time, everybody go through and say what they want to get rid of for 2021. For twenty for 2020 in 2021. Leon, you're up. Yo, I want black people to stop saying we're not a monolith. We already know it. We get it. We have different ideas. We come with different experiences. You don't have to keep reminding us that we are not a monolith. I I think it's a cool thing that people like to say. It's a very nice word that just kind of rolls off the lips and off the tongue. But stop saying it. I want to kill all lives matter. I don't want to hear that shit ever again. I don't want to hear that shit. Shut the fuck up. All lives matter. 
shut the fuck up. Just shut the fuck up. I don't want to hear that ever again. I don't want to hear it. Shut. 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 The Since he brought up lives mattering, <laughs> I don't want to hear another fucking conservative or police officer say blue lives matter. If you didn't advocate for these 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 uh, capital stormers to get prosecuted to the full extent of the law when a when a capital officer got killed, I don't want to hear you say blue lives matter. It's, it was some bullshit, and now we know it. For me, it's. I'm tired of the QAnon slogan where we go one, we go all. A, it's creepy. B, it is not all of you. It is some weird dudes on the internet on the right who clearly can't have sex with women and women don't find them attractive. And also a lot of other people that are white supremacists. So where we go one, we go all. That one creeps me out. And that one's got to go. Uh, besides Twitter, I would say the both sides both sides are at fault. It's like, no, motherfucker. There's one side that's a perpetrator. Like, what are we talking about? Like, so I, I absolutely hate that because I always feel like that's an example of that gaslighting I was talking about. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Where, where people try to throw in like, oh, well, you know, the Black Lives Matter protests also like had some violence. It's like, these are not the same thing, yo. Like, what the no. hell are you talking about? Yes, mm -hmm. yes. All right, so we have a, we have a speed round. 10 things that you need to know because you might have missed because you're black and have a life that we're going to go through and you guys can comment on it. And uh, let's go. Let's go. One, uh, Dominion sues Rudy Giuliani for $1.3 billion for lying about voting machines. Fuck Rudy. Yeah, go. <laughs> Two, GameStop and Robin Hood. Fuck them. Yeah. Fuck them Wall Street. Make them all broke. And, and fuck Robin Hood for uh, occupying Wall Street. All of the transactions on uh, that yep. Screech from Saved by the Bell died at 44 from cancer. He still yeah. never got Lisa Turtle. That's a sad story. <laughs> <laughs> See, Brandon knows where the fuck I'm coming from. <laughs> Brandon, just so you know, uh, Vin earlier said, I guess he was not saved by the bell. Let's go. Next one. <laughs> <laughs> too soon. Too soon. Four, uh, Ja Rule invites Donald Trump to a new app called Icon, saying you're welcome here. Who gives a fuck about Who the ja fuck Rule, cares what Ja Rule thinks? Ja Y'all rolled out in jail yet for fire vote. <laughs> uh, next. IKEA buys 11,000 acres of forest land to protect it, but still can't make furniture that's easy to put together. And it's going to uh, take forever to put that land together, and they're going to be extra pieces. Lil Wayne and Kodak Black make a song called Pardon Me after fuck being that. parted by Donald Trump. They'll be back in jail next year. Don't uh, worry. Stacey Abrams nominated for Nobel Peace Prize. I don't understand it. <laughs> ACLU has a black president for the first time. Good, thanks. Police chief defends slavery and shooting black people. That's part of job description. Keep going. Let's let's shoot him. And last but not least, Anderson Cooper says outright that he does not eat babies or drink the blood of the babies. Him acknowledging QAnon is actually not working in his favor at all. It wasn't helpful. I, what the I fuck is he doing that for? Brandon, we want to thank you for coming to the show of yes, Decoded sir. 40. Appreciate we want to give you the last word. Um, everybody, please check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Make sure you give us a call at 608-618-4040 and tell us what you really think about the show. But Brandon, please, we'll give you the last word about the show. That's Make sure up. you guys support him. Hey, Gordon, feel better, bro. 
Peace. Peace. Oh, this is so much fun. Uh, I definitely hope to come back with Gordon. We'll chop it up. Um, I, I really appreciate it. Everyone can follow me at American Collins and all social media platforms. Drunk Black History on Friday, February 26th at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can find the tickets either at eventbrite.com or americancollins.com for tickets. Hope to see y'all there. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to be drinking, uh, just talking about black folks and fucking having a good time. Yes. Decoding 40.